Syracuse has the chance for the marquee victory it is desperately needing on its resume this season as it hosts NC State tonight. It's your Locked On Syracuse Tuesday, and it starts right now. Our Locked On Syracuse, your daily podcast on the Syracuse Orange, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, happy Tuesday. Hope everyone had an incredible weekend, enjoyed the Super Bowl. Back off of a a brief little Super Bowl hiatus, took Monday off. We are back in business with a game day episode. And thanks for making Lockdown Syracuse your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. And today we got a big one. Syracuse enters a massive stretch of basketball, a very difficult stretch of basketball, and it begins with NC State in the Dome on Valentine's Day. I guess I could give you that. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Uh, I know a lot of people hate Valentine's Day, but I'm Owen Valentine. Can we have a little bit of respect uh, on the namesake here uh, with a little bit of, uh, you know, a little Valentine's Day love joining the group, and maybe Syracuse can, can play a solid game here. But they enter a difficult stretch, right? NC State, Duke, Clemson, Pitt, then a gimme in theory against Georgia Tech, and then finish out the year with Wake Forest. Now a little bit of a shakeup. We did think that there were the chance or there was the chance for three quad one win opportunities at this point in time, that stretch presents one quad one win opportunity for Syracuse. And that would be Pitt on the road, NC state, not quite where they need to be in the net for this home game to start or count as a quad one. Same for Duke Clemson just dipped outside of the top 70 uh, in the net ranking, so not quite what you need in order for that to be a Kent or uh, for that to be a quad one. So Pitt is the only quad one at this point in time on the schedule, but that does not mean that these games are irrelevant, matter any less. Syracuse needs to string some wins together to make a little late season push if they can possibly give a late season push. And and this is an NC State team that presents a tall task for Syracuse. It, it's a good basketball team that they are playing and they have an outstanding backcourt. They got a trio of players that, that really are going to be tough for the orange and present an incredibly difficult sort of battle here for them. And the way they've been playing and what they do uh, between Traquavion Smith, uh, you got Joyner in there and then Casey Morcel as well. They have three guys in the front court that can beat you up and all have their, their own strengths and abilities. And, it's an NC State team that has done a really good job in terms of taking a team that struggled last year. What were they? Uh, oh, boy. I had it written down. I think I lost it. They were 11-21 and 21 last year with four ACC wins. They're currently 20-6, and double-digit ACC wins with five games to play on the schedule. It's an NC State team that has turned things around. They did a great job going into the transfer portal. They pull out Joyner from Ole Miss. They pull out Marcel from Winthrop. They did a really good job in the portal, and and they're winning basketball games right now. They've won nine of their last 11, five of their last six. The only loss in that five of six stretch was was to Virginia and a game that I think they would want another shot at 
uh, was on the road. It was in uh, at Virginia, so it makes it a little more difficult. It's an NC State team that's playing good basketball right now. Uh, they got guys that can score. Uh, we're going to lead off. Let's just keep talking about the uh, talking about the backcourt there. Traquavion Smith, their leading scorer, averages over 18 and a half per game. Uh, distributes the ball well, rebounds pretty good. That's one note that sort of just looking at their box score uh, jumped off the page for me. There are three guards that we're going to talk about here, all rebound pretty well. Uh, Smith averages 3.3, Joyner averages 4.6, and Morcel averages 4.5. So their three guards are combining for like 10 to 15 rebounds a game, which which can go a long way, especially against a Syracuse team that you know has traditionally been beat pretty good uh, in the rebounding battle so far this season. But that trio of players between Smith, Joyner, and Morcel is, is going to be interesting. So Smith, you know, sort of the head man scores, I think he scored the first 10 for NC State in their game against Boston College on, on Saturday. Uh, he's not the most, he does score pretty good uh, and, and, you know, makes up for it. He's a volume guy. Uh, he's going to get a lot of shots up in a game. And he only shoots, what, 38% from the field. So he's, he's not great in terms of field goal percentage by any means. But he uh, he's going to get his fill. And he, he's a guy that can shoot from anywhere. Uh, he's similar to, I'm not going to say similar to Gerard in terms of game, but similar to Gerard in terms of he's got that extended range. And when he's feeling it, he will shoot from anywhere inside the half. He will pull up. He took probably a shot from five, six feet beyond the arc um in that bc game on saturday as well it's a guy that can beat you smart player quality distributes the ball really well uh and is just a a solid overall player so he's sort of the leader of the pack but it it does not really dip down from there joiner's a really solid player uh grad guy right comes in got a lot of experience and just i i mean this is a guy i think he put up 26 points in their last game, averages 16 and change per game, rebounds the ball well, distributes pretty well. Their guards, just the way they play, they they all sort of bounce off each other, and their their assist numbers are pretty solid as a group, uh, just sort of as a result of the, the game that they're playing and what they're able to do. Uh, he plays a strong game. And then the guy that that I think is not necessarily the, the jump-off-the-page type of guy is Casey Morcel, but he he leads the league in uh, three-point percentage, shoots 44.4% from three, shoots 49% from the field, averages about 13 a game. Uh, This is a guy that I'm very worried about for Syracuse, the way they've played defense, the way they're leaving guys open, uh, and the volume of threes taken against the Syracuse defense so far this season. That is something that is, is worrisome for me and he is the guy that I think could torch Syracuse in this game if this goes south. Uh, that would be who I think would do it if this game goes in the wrong direction for the Orange. Uh, they they got a, a solid squad. Uh, they play good basketball. They do their thing. Uh, I, it's it's really cool. And I like sort of the the approach that Kevin Keats put in their, their last week. So last Tuesday they lost to Virginia which is a game that, you know, they're going to want. They're going to want to have back in a game that they wish, you know, maybe went a little bit more in their favor. But the approach from uh, from Keats on this was we had the sniffles and we just needed to get well. And I guess he said that all leading up to the BC game, during the BC game, after the BC game, they called Virginia the sniffles and they are back. And he said they're now no longer sick, no longer struggling. 
Uh, and so this is an NC State team that comes in with a lot of confidence, a lot of momentum. They're playing good basketball, uh, and they need to win some games down the stretch to, to solidify some positions, to raise tournament stock, all of these things, right? They have what is in the ACC a relatively difficult stretch as well. They play Syracuse. They host North Carolina. They host Wake Forest. They host Clemson. And then they finish out the season on the road at Cameron Indoor against Duke. So they do not have the easiest route, right? This is a game that they cannot afford to lose, which which puts them in a situation where they're they're going to have some advantages over Syracuse for sure. And, and it's, it's something that this is a tough matchup for the Orange, but they, they need every win they can get. Uh, to be competitive and to keep maintaining some momentum and to continue showing that growth. Syracuse is, is at a good spot right now, not in terms of like tournament potential, but in terms of the the growth that they've shown. And Judah talked about it. They're getting better every day. I think uh, Donna DeToto was talking about it in an article today um, about, you know, Judah speaking as to the growth and the improvements that this team continues to show game in and game out. They are playing solid basketball. And, you know, we'll give Judah the nod right now, uh, was awarded his fourth ACC freshman of the week uh, of the year so far. He's been outstanding, continues to do amazing things. Uh, But we'll continue talking about that. We'll ask some questions uh, that I have going into this game. But before we do that, let's hear from our friends over at Built Bar for a little bit of info from them today. If you are looking for a delicious treat, but you don't want all the fat and all the calories, you got to try a Built Bar. We just got through the holidays and we're getting past that, but February, today is Valentine's Day. I know I have a box of chocolate sitting in the can- or in the kitchen right now that I'll probably indulge in after I finish recording. Okay, but if you're looking to eat a little bit healthier, if you're like me where maybe you want to eat healthier but not compromise the taste. I got chocolate out there. I love chocolate. I've got just the thing for you. Got to try Built Bar. With Built Healthy is actually tasty. Seriously, they're so delicious. You won't think that they're good for you. They're perfect for any changes or dietary looks that you're going for right now. So what makes Built Bar so good? Well, for starters, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right, real chocolate. And they come in unbelievable flavors like churro, like peanut butter brownie, and like coconut almond. I don't know how Built does it, but these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros, 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and a whopping 17 grams of protein. That's right. Head to your nearest Walmart today, walk to the pharmacy section, and grab yourself a box of Built Bars. You can pick up a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. Let me take a quick drink. I'll be right back. All right. So some questions in this game because Syracuse has not played in six days and and they played a game in Florida state where they struggled in the first half and they came out and they played a solid second half. They fixed some things. They got out rebounded like crazy in that game, but their second half, I want to say they might've been like plus 12 or something like that. I don't have the stat handy right now, Uh, but a really good rebounding second half. And that was a huge contributor in their ability to fight back into that game and walk out of there victorious. Uh, with back-to-back ACC road wins. So we'll start today. We'll take a look at some questions uh, because it has been a little while since we've seen this team play. And it's good to see, you know, sort of the rest. And I guess that's question number one for me is after damn near a week off, how does Syracuse come back? We did our our Friday episode with sort of things that could be improved upon for Syracuse or things that need to happen uh, in this off week. 
And are we going to start to see them? Is the guard play and the forward play going to be what you need? Is the defense going to make the adjustments that we've seen start to work at times? Can guys like Chris Bell continue to get into these things? All of these questions that we were asking uh, for answers for in the break, uh, with a week off, with some time where you can hone in on things where maybe in the Saturday-Monday turnarounds that Syracuse has seen uh, as of late, can they figure some things out? Can they Can they not ha- – or they – with the Saturday-Monday turnaround, excuse me, they don't have as much time to hone in on some of these details and things like that. So with these extra days off, were they able to to look at some things that have to get overlooked uh, in certain situations and try and uh, make those changes? So that's sort of question number one in this game for me. Second question, which I think is a really big one and is going to be make or break for Syracuse's remainder of the season, but Donna DeToto wrote an article about it today. Uh, Syracuse, in the games against Georgia Tech and in the games against Boston College, rebounded, or excuse me, the game against Flo- or Boston College and Florida State, not Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech's in a week or two. Uh, the game against Boston College and Florida State, Syracuse rebounded the ball a lot better. They played a little bit better defense, held both teams to, to lower three-point shooting percentages and lower overall field goal percentages. How does that translate, right? Boston College and Florida State are very much the bottom tier of the ACC. How does this translate into the teams that are playing well right now, into the team or the teams that are winning great games and on the victorious side of things and are playing quality basketball and have winning records and are doing big things, right? We look at it. Syracuse doesn't have wins against good teams. They beat Virginia Tech. That is the only win that they really have that has any sort of reputation at this point in time. That is it. Syracuse needs to see how this translates into games where they kick back inside the Ken Palm top 100. And this is an opportunity against a top 25 team in NC State where realistically, if you rebound the ball well and you play decent defense, you know, close out on threes, put them in tougher situations, you might have a chance to be competitive in this game. Uh, You might have a chance to give them a run. You're playing at home. You've played quality teams close. You just haven't ended up on the winning side of it. Uh, And and so that is my question number two is, can this improved rebounding and the improved defense translate into better overall teams? And it's going to be tough because, as I mentioned, the three guards that are incredibly worrisome for NC State are averaging 10 to 15 rebounds a game. And in the zone where you're, you know, rebounding is already an added difficulty and you're, you know, you're pinning yourself a little bit playing zone in terms of rebounds, guards are going to be able to get rebounds and their guards are are crucial and lethal in terms of this, this NC State offense and the Wolfpack being able to get second chance points. So that is going to be into a part two question of, How can Syracuse limit the second chance points uh, in this as well? Because that is going to be paramount for their success in this game. Question number three, and I feel like every time I do questions, there is a question that revolves around Jesse Edwards. But there is a fourth player on this NC State team that that is a little bit worrisome for me. That's DJ Burns Jr., uh, who is a guy who I I look at, and I don't think he size-wise in terms of height is what worries me, but this guy is a unit. 6'9", 275. Uh, He put up, I believe, 18 and 10 
his last time out against uh, BC, who who has size, as we learned, right? They they have a lot of size. Um, in what's his name? Why is his name slipping me right now? Um, oh boy, in Quinn Post. Uh, Quinn Post has size, right? Very similar size player to Jesse Edwards. Uh, and, and Burns put up 18 and 10 against him in this game. So he's undersized a little bit height-wise, but this man is very much an absolute unit out there and can body people. So my next question is, what wins? Jesse's speed, because he does have speed, right? Burns is not the fastest guy out there and can get beat in terms of a faster move. Can Jesse's speed win, or will Burns's I don't want to use the word girth, but size win? Uh, so what comes out on top in that matchup? Because I think it is very much a different performance that we're looking towards Jesse for uh, in this game. And I, I'm curious to see how he does against someone who is pure size, not necessarily in the form of height. So that's another battle and conversation that I think presents uh, an interesting dilemma going into this game. It, it's There's a number of questions in there, and, and that is in this as well. And I like it. I think it's interesting. It's a fun game because I, I'm really – I genuinely am excited for this basketball game. I think it's it's a game that presents just that classic Syracuse opportunity to go, hey, we're, we're still here, and we can make a little push, and we can – you know spoil some seasons or spoil some runs for people. And this is just a game where it feels like the classic Syracuse is going to come out and win this basketball game. For whatever reason, it seems like Syracuse can do it. It's got that vibe around it. It's got that sort of why wouldn't Syracuse just make a push because they like to be on the bubble. So we'll, we'll talk predictions in a second. Let's take one more quick break. Uh, we'll talk with our fan duel people. I know I was betting on the Super Bowl. Yeah. On, uh, on Sunday, a lot of bets thrown, and FanDuel was the place for that. But just because the Super Bowl's over does not mean that we're no longer betting. It's the midway point of the NBA season, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel. It's America's number one sports book because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe. It's secure and it's super easy to use. You can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and threes drained. I hit a six-leg parlay in the NBA last week. That's unheard of. I did it. And I don't even watch a ton of the NBA. But you can do stuff like that with FanDuel. Spreads, money lines. You can go player props. You can go same-game parlays. They also have some fun ones, some exclusive bets. They call it the two-by-three. That is, are there two three-pointers in the first three minutes, you can have a little fun, a three-minute bet. Rip it off like a Band-Aid. See how you're doing for that day. Plus, they even let you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. Don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of the NBA, excuse me, and official sports betting partner of the NBA. All right, we are getting into predictions time in this game. Let's take a look. What do we got? This is a game for Syracuse that they are supposed to lose by one. This is going to be a very close game, and let me just double check 
to make sure that that is the spread that we are to look at. Um, give me a quick one, but it is one point, I believe. Uh, but let's take a look. So, oh my, the internet is not helping me today. I'm going to keep it at one. We'll just talk with it like that. We'll say it's a one point spread in this game. This is such a close game uh, in terms of that. And ESPN has this matchup predictor as a 54.4% for NC State in this game. I'm excited. I, I think this is, I don't know if I can go out and say it though. That's my thing. I will say NC State wins this game because of the way games have gone for them. And what I mean by that is in this 11-game stretch where NC State has won nine of their last 11, they have played in, oh boy, four games that have been four or fewer point final scores. The games have been decided by four or fewer. And NC State has won all four. And I think that is a really, really important thing to look at because they're coming out victorious in these close games. And when you look at Syracuse and you look at games, we'll say since the new year, that have been decided by, I don't know, we'll make it a round number of five or fewer points. Yes, they beat Louisville, but they also... um they lose or they beat Notre Dame or well, let's go four or fewer. I don't know. They beat Louisville. They lose to North Carolina. They lose to Miami. They lose to Virginia. Oh, that wasn't close. Virginia actually we'll say five points. So they lose four out of the six that they played in that are decided by five or fewer. And so I just, I sort of look at this and I see that in these close games, NC state is coming out on top. And they are winning and they are doing what they need to do. And in these close games for Syracuse, that has not been the case. And I just sort of, I lean to teams that have been there and teams that have done it and teams that have played and come out victorious in those situations where they're playing close games, where free throws are of the utmost importance, where you need to be making the best decision on every possession. And I look at NC State and I see them and I lean towards them in that margin. And so I think even in a game that is projected to be very close, I think that gives NC State the edge. I am not here to say, though, however, that Syracuse cannot win this game because I do think that they can win this game and they can give a really good push. And if Syracuse is going to win this game, it is going to come down to a lot of those questions that we asked uh, in that B block there. Can they limit the second chance points? Can they continue the rebounding margin? And can they go out and can they close out on defense? Can they force tough threes on the perimeter? Because if they cannot force you to take tough threes, even if they take you to take or force you to take a reasonable type three, Casey Morsell is going to torch you. He is going to hit his shots. He hits his shots and he does it better than anybody in the ACC. That is how good he is. That is what he will do. He just hits his threes. He is 67 of 149 on the year. This is not like a low volume percentage where he's shooting 45% from three. Through the entire season, he is shooting 45% on 150 attempts. He is chucking. He is shooting, and he plays really, really well. 
I look at this game and I and I sort of see this is this is what you have to look at. And this is not a team that's going to play with a ton of depth. They're going to do their thing with the guys that are out there. Maybe you'll see a little bit of sub play, but they they score their points with the guys that start. And it Traquavion Smith, Burns could do it as well. Joiner can do it. I just said Morcel can do it, right? This is a squad that can beat you in many different directions. If I was predict, or if I was to predict and Syracuse loses this game, it's because Marcel gets open looks and does his thing and puts Syracuse in a really tough spot. Uh, and But we'll see what happens. You got to play the game. A couple of shout outs uh, before we close things up today. Shout out to Cuse Men's Lax and Cuse Women's Lax. A 3-0 weekend between the two teams, both now into the top 20. The men started the season unranked. Uh, now are number 18 in the country after huge wins against Albany and Holy Cross. And the girls, huge win, huge, huge win in this uh, on Saturday as they beat, I believe it was Northwestern, uh, who was the top, uh, number four team in the country. And so Syracuse goes on the woman's side of things. So pretty cool. Uh, really good to see Q Slacks. Uh, where you want it to be and playing solid and getting wins early on in the season. Hopefully that continues. Uh, but that is sort of where we will wrap up today. If you want a little bit more in terms of your college basketball, Phil, check out our brand new podcast. It's Locked On College Basketball. You got Isaac, you got Andy bringing you everything you need to know on and off the court. Plus, hear from big name experts, coaches, and players throughout the basketball landscape. It's Locked On ba or College Basketball. It's available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Owen Valentine. Thank you for making Locked On Syracuse your first listen today. If you want to check out more videos, there should be uh, a subscribe button here. If you want to get your videos that way, if you are on YouTube or over here, there should be a recommended video for you based on your interests. Check it out. We appreciate all the support we get you. Happy Tuesday. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. We'll catch you tomorrow after, hopefully, an NC State victory uh, or a Syracuse victory over NC State.